familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. A mother's breastfeeding experience changes drastically over time, starting from her child's birth throughout the months of her baby's life. Today, we continue our conversation in our series called Breastfeeding Expectations. Over the next 12 months, we will follow three mothers along their breastfeeding journeys, learning how they cope with breastfeeding challenges and settle into a breastfeeding rhythm with their babies. This is The Boob Group, Episode 19. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk. What's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva. Don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk never had to pump. Breast milk. All udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group because mothers know breast. Welcome to the Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Robin Kaplan. I'm also a certified lactation consultant and owner of the San Diego Breastfeeding Center. At the Boob Group, we're your online support group for all things related to breastfeeding. Are you a Pinterest lover? Did you know that we tag all of our new mommy media shows on our Pinterest boards? We love tagging our favorite articles and photos, so stop by and enjoy. Also, if you happen to hear any clicking during this episode today, we actually have a fantastic photographer in our studio today. And so if you're interested in learning more about Katie, her website is San Diego Birth Photographer. And also, if you'd like to see some of our behind-the-scenes photos, check out our Facebook page. So now it's time for me to introduce our lovely new moms who will be following for now the next 10 months. Ladies, would you please introduce yourselves? Jennifer Oliver. I am 33. I'll be 34 on Tuesday. Um, I work in arts uh, education administration. I have two kids. Uh, Fiona is two and a half, and Bryson is 10 weeks. I'm Annie Hall, and I am 36. I'm an architect and newly just gone back to work. We can talk about that later. (laughs) Um, Oh, we will be. (laughs) (laughs) I have one daughter. She's three months old. She's Eleanor, and that's it. Hi, I'm Cherry Christensen. I'm 31, and I work in consumer research, and I have one little girl. Her name is Callie, and she is nine weeks old. And our babies are also in the studio today, so if you happen to hear any lip smacking or little squawking, they could be enjoying lunch or uh, telling us that they want to have a little conversation or anything. Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. 
You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Let's kick off today's episode with some unbelievable breastfeeding stories making headlines around the internet. All of these stories are posted on the Boob Group Pinterest board if you'd like to check them out. So the headline that I pulled today, speaking of mamas going back to work, the topic or the headline is mom told not to pump at work because she might spray all over the office. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently this woman named Kristen Joseph um, out of L.A., she told CBS L.A. that um, she had a conversation with one of her managers at Hennessy's Tavern in which she requested privacy to pump. And she was told no. Um, her manager told her that he thought it was disgusting. He said he didn't want me to spray all over his office. I was just appalled at what he had to say, Joseph told the news outlet. So, ladies, uh, for those of you who are back to work or starting almost going back to work, what do you think about this? Annie, I'm going to shoot it over to you since uh, you did just go back to work. Well, I can just imagine my partners telling me that I would be spraying all over the office. Because <laughs> actually you are and, pumping in their and office. hoping that it would happen to make fun of me. Um, no, I, well, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously the guy's an idiot. Can I say that? Of course. Um, but, I, I mean, poor girl. The, you're already going through enough emotional transition to not be at home. And I think what I told you was that, Robin, was that I it made me feel homesick. And it wasn't um, homesick that I needed to be with Ellie or that I needed to um, be home. It was just this feeling of being homesick um, she for myself. Yeah. yeah, she totally agrees. I think she's um, processing her lunch right now. <laughs> um, so I, I can't imagine somebody telling me that I couldn't do it there and and not having the support um it's it's just ridiculous yeah how about you jen uh, yeah I, I don't even know what to say i mean <laughs> what 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 do you do i mean you have to pump and otherwise yeah. i mean that would be extremely painful and impossible for her to work so if they want to maintain her in working condition then she's gonna have to pump so she's supposed to go to the car I don't or know, even I know, worse right? i just had an event um, that I was at. It was a work event and um, there was no place to pump and then of course I walk into the bathroom and the only outlet is right where the sinks are <laughs> and I and it was a it was a fundraising event so I'm trying to promote our organization and talk to people that could possibly be funders and I thought well that would be great. How about I plug in pump right here and look at people as they <laughs> enter <laughs> the restroom <laughs> and that and then when they see me later doing a presentation that'll I'll, I'll really impress them so <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's just, it sounds ridiculous and it's, it's so hard. It's so hard to pump at work and to find places to pump. And if you're someone who's constantly, uh, on site, moving from place to place, you're not in a nice office that you can sort of shape your space. It's really hard. I've had to pump in really odd places. I've had to arrive at schools and say, Hey, I'm here to observe. I need to pump. <laughs> is there, is there a place? And, you know, and, and usually schools, I work mostly with elementary schools, but they're usually so great about, 
oh, I think there's an office in the back. We'll help you. <laughs> but it's just, it's, 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 uh, it's really challenging. I feel really bad for her. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Cherry? Was that the manager that said that to her? I, um, yes. I hope he got fired. Well, apparently <laughs> it's, she's been in touch with the corporate office and they are currently investigating yeah, the incident. I, w- I would <laughs> hope so. I mean, I can't believe that, like, I'm still amazed when I find people who don't know um, that it's illegal to tell someone that they can't, you know, breastfeed in public or to deny someone their right to go and do that. I guess now it's just all I think about. So it's so much more on my mind. Maybe I would have been more oblivious about it a couple of years ago. But um, yeah, I wonder if this guy's married yeah. and has children. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, probably I, not. I don't know. I just find it really offensive that he would tell her that's disgusting. You can't do that because I find his behavior disgusting. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, lady. Was well. Thanks for sharing your opinion, and uh, we will be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so we're back. Um, ladies, so what's new and exciting with your kiddos now that they are in their third months? I, I I'm I was still trying to figure out what could be new and exciting. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, I'm still at home. Um, he's ten weeks now. He's always oh, starting to look like a baby. That's really new and exciting. Um, he's sort of getting those chubby cheeks, and and I grab his thighs because uh, he's very gaseous, and so I like to <laughs> grab his thighs, move him side to side, and then sort of push up and push against his abdomen to help him release. And, um, and they're just so full. His thighs are so full. I love it. Um, as far as breastfeeding, um, we're kind of getting into a routine and, um, he's, uh, he's a, he's surprising me in the sense that he seems like he's very interested and uh, naturally, um, moves towards a routine. Um, my first child was not in any routine and she still is not in any routine and she seems to always resist it. So he's kind of got a nice routine of feeding. Um, and that's kind of nice to, to just know. And he's pretty dependable. Yeah. Very. Predictable. He's pretty predictable. Outside of that, it seems like his, um, everything's kind of starting to find a rhythm. So I don't know if that's exciting, but yeah, it's, no, it's good. It definitely seems like I'm moving towards, uh, having a baby and not a newborn. Oh, so. very cool. Yeah. How about you, Cherry? Gosh, I think the most exciting things for us, no particular order. Number one was this week, Kelly's nine weeks, and she, on her two-month birthday exactly, she just hit the 10-pound mark. So she was growing like crazy, and then she got to nine pounds really quickly, and then she kind of just stalled there, and she was just hanging out at nine pounds for probably a month or so. (laughs) And so that was very exciting. Um, And then the second thing that we're super thrilled about is that she's sleeping a lot longer now. So, um, And what does that look like for you when you're saying sleeping longer? I think her longest stretch is probably um, about five to six hours now, which I know some people have like babies sleeping through the night, but we were Mm -hmm. like up every two hours. So for me to be getting like a six hour stretch feels like 10 hours sometimes, but um, we're still co-sleeping and I'm nursing her doing a lot of side lying. And so I find that sometimes we'll get into bed and be in bed for 10 hours and I may nurse her two or three times in the night, but 
I don't actually physically have to wake up. And I kind of learned that, you know, we had this little routine where she'd wake up and we'd go change her diaper. And now we've just scratched that. And before she even fully wakes up, I just kind of put her on my breast and she'll nurse and she kind of, you know, sometimes she doesn't even really wake up. And if she does, she goes right back to sleep. So that's pretty fantastic. And then um, the third thing is not that I'm getting my memory back because... I still don't know what's going on. And I'm like, what was the third thing? It was very clearly three things I was going to tell you. And I'm like, I don't even remember what the third thing was. She's gaining weight. She's sleeping more. Um, oh, I know what it is. And we're, get, we're getting a lot more smiles. Not the kind of like gassy smiles. More like the reactive, you know, like I'll make little faces at her and she kind of makes them back at me. And um, so it's kind of fun and exciting just to, to see her more interactive. You know, it's kind of like what you were saying, Jen, about being more of a baby than a kind of sort of helpless newborn so very exciting annie how about you um well she's still eating <laughs> <laughs> currently as she's currently eating uh, i think one of the um really fun exciting things is that now it's just starting to get fun as opposed to scary um and then enter in the factor of work so we're juggling a whole um new part of life that we've never experienced before as a couple um but she is smiling and starting to make her coo sounds and starting to kind of talk and and have a personality. Um, and that's really fun. And, and um, I think that with breastfeeding at three months, it's starting to sort of figure, we're fr- figuring each other out. She's figuring it out. My body is figuring it out. Um, so it's it feels really good to be where we are right now. Cool. And, and kind of getting into that, too, about the breastfeeding. So I know that, you know, Annie and Cherry, you both have been dealing with vasospasms and um, kind of painful breastfeeding or lingering after breastfeeding. And so has that started to resolve yet, Cherry? For me, it has. It definitely has. I, I didn't even realize that it had gotten better. I think part of me just kind of got used to the pain and got used to a lot of the things that were going on. It just kind of becomes normal and you just accept it. Um, and then one day I realized, um, I was like, wow, wait, it's been a couple of days since I've had any of those spasms. Like, and I was trying to remember when the last time was, and I realized it had been over a week. Oh, wow. And so that's fantastic. And so it's a little bit hard to know why it kind of resolved itself, just because I kind of hit the ground running very aggressively. There were issues, and I didn't want to let them linger. And so I kind of took a lot of the recommendations that you gave me, Robin, and we were doing magnesium supplements, vitamin B6. I got the giant wool breast pads <laughs> to keep them warm. Um, I cut out doing a lot of the things that other people had recommended to me. Um, that weren't helping. We've been going for acupuncture. Twice. I say we because Kelly comes with to every <laughs> acupuncture appointment. Um, bless you, sweetheart. <laughs> so I've been going twice a week for the acupuncture. I just started kind of easing that off to about once a week and then taking a lovely, smelly concoction of Chinese <laughs> herbs. That um, And so it's hard to know what it what's really you know working and what's not working when you're doing so many things. But I just figure I don't really care. It I'm, is working. It, it, something's working. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the, the herbs that they gave me just because I started noticing improvement before I started taking those. Mm-hmm. Um, but then since I've taken those, I haven't really gotten any and I feel like I have a lot more energy. And I know he put some special voodoo new mom stuff in there yeah. <laughs> um, just to kind of help with with that. So um, so it's very, very exciting. And, you know, I'm still still suffering with the Raynaud's a little bit, but it's not as painful. So That's wonderful. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Annie, is now an okay time to ask you about yours? Because <laughs> I know you had mentioned that you were feeling that yours was getting a lot better as well. It, it has, and the same thing. I, I noticed it after a couple of days Hang on. Uh, that I, I realized I wasn't feeling pain. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll come back to you. Um, (laughs) Ellie would like your full attention. I would take her, but I don't think maybe I could could help at this moment. Well, Jen, and on to you. I mean, you had mentioned last time that Bryson was getting really colicky, and you guys were kind of in the thick of it at that point. Um, Has it gotten better? Uh, yeah, his uh, Bryson's colic has gotten better. Um, the nice thing um, about it is that uh, my, I don't know if this is nice, but my daughter was colic as well. So, um, um, so I did have that experience. Uh, and uh, so I didn't, it didn't feel <laughs> as, it <laughs> was a really good one. Good job, Miss <laughs> so my daughter was colic as well, so it didn't feel as scary when Bryson was um, colic. Uh, I also sort of already um, was informed about what a modified diet would look like. Um, so my, my my diet is still modified. I find that if I cheat a little bit and try and add a little bit more dairy into my diet, I, I see it. I wow, see it in that's his face. Significant. So, so I, it definitely seems to be making a difference. Um, and the nice thing about it is that with my um with my daughter i i felt like there was several months before i really figured it out and with him um uh, he's already 10 weeks and i would say really it was about week 5 or 6 that i really felt like i had it under control and um and now i see that he's such a pleasant baby which is so <laughs> nice because when they're screaming all the time you don't know and the whole time you're just wondering i don't know what their personality is 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 this going to be a pleasant baby or is this going to be my experience the whole time and i can't see her personality or i can't see his personality because he's just screaming all the time um so i really feel like i get a chance to see his personality and he's pretty mellow and for me my daughter is not mellow <laughs> So um, so this is so exciting. Well, this is such a transformation, too, because when we first started talking with you, you were like, I had such, you had such a hard time the first time. Like, don't you get a break? Yeah. And um, and it's that's so cool that even yeah. 10 weeks into it, you're already seeing that this is this is going to be an easier baby. I think so. And, and so. I'm sure part of it has to do with uh, having a second baby. You're just not I don't feel as stressed as I felt um, with the first um and uh, it, from everything, from her, you know, crying to feeding to sleeping, I just feel it's it's much easier this time. Um, having said that, it's much harder to juggle too. Yeah. So I'm learning that. But um, but I definitely feel like there's a mix. He seems a little bit easier, and I seem like I'm more comfortable. So that helps a lot. That's awesome, Annie. Do you want to share about your vasospasms? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I started to say that. Um, over a period of a couple of days, I noticed that there I wasn't feeling it, and then I think what was happening was because I was pumping, um, it was giving the breast a break from her suck, and so Robin had suggested that I go see uh, cranial sacral to to help her with her suck, which I still need to do. So I still would like to do that because I, I realized that um, if she were to be on the breast at all all day long, I would it, the pain would come back. Um, I did do the the vitamins and that started to help a little bit too and then I ran out so I and then I started working so it yeah. sort of has worked itself out a little bit. I'm still going to go see the the doctor. Though. Yeah. Well, and you had mentioned as well to me um, privately, but just because <laughs> it's on the same topic that you you found that your your production was actually kind of normalizing where both of them were kind of equalizing out. Yes. And so I'm wondering if because that kind of oversupply, that was so cute, Ellie's laughing, <laughs> um, you know, kind of oversupply on that one side now that it's kind of equalized and maybe not as forceful, maybe right. she's not biting down as right. much. Right. So, so we've, she's, I, I've balanced to two ounces on both sides, or at least this side has, has, has caught up. 
she's not uh, constricting, and so I've eliminated that one problem, or she's eliminated that one problem. And then, so the vasospasm is is, is not as painful, yeah. I guess, and I'm not noticing it as much. So, awesome. so yeah, it's working itself out. I, I you come from being afraid and pain, being in pain and not knowing, and it's only been three months. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it's been forever. It's right? been, it feels like it's been forever, and I thought that this was the way it was going to feel for the whole time. Yeah, and I people had that say once in a while, it's like, never going to go away. Yeah, because you know? you're in the moment, and it's so painful, and you. Uh, you get so emotional about it because you're the sustenance for your baby. And in that moment, it's only been an hour (laughs) (laughs) and then it's fine, but still. So three, I look back and it's only been three months. So it's crazy. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll discuss how Annie, Jen and Cherry are dealing with either returning to work or thinking about going back to work, um, pumping and finding support from their family and friends. We'll be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so we're back. And uh, during our break, uh, Cherry said that she had an awesome record of breastfeeding in public multiple times yes. in one day. And so would you like to share your record, sure, please? Sure, why not? I think it's just, you know, a little nerve-wracking at first, and I was a bit uncomfortable with it. And then it kind of was nice timing. I don't remember when this was. When was breastfeeding week? Was that? Uh, about three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Okay, so Callie was only a little over a month at the time. But we there was one day, I think it was actually the first day of breastfeeding week, where we had a bunch of different appointments to run and I knew that this was going to be the day that I was just going to kind of have to suck it up and nurse her in public and I never ever bought a cover because I thought to myself I'm not going to need one and of course the first time I did it I felt really self-conscious and then I just decided you know what like to hell with it I've got to do this and we're going to be breastfeeding for a long time and I'm going to it's going to be a long time at home if I'm not comfortable nursing outside the house and so I literally nursed her every single place that we went and then it kind of became this thing that I wanted to try and see how many different places I could nurse her in one day and so we got her birth certificate and so we started off at the office of vital records (laughs) and then we had a doctor's appointment and we went out for lunch so we nursed at the restaurant we nursed at the beach we went to a bar for happy hour Um, so my husband could finally get a beer since there's been no beer in the house forever Um, I nursed her there there was a table of um, little kids sitting next to us so their parents were at a separate table and they put all the kids at one table and there was a little girl at the table just staring and staring and it, to, I was it was pretty clear she'd probably never seen someone breastfeed before I don't think she had the faintest idea what exactly the baby was doing um, I don't know how old she was probably six or seven but um, it was pretty cool and that in that one day kind of all of my nerves all of any sort of discomfort that I might have felt was just gone you know it was like all right I can do this I've, there isn't anywhere I haven't done this yet so I can I can do this now that's awesome All right. So um, I'd like to talk with you guys about your return to work. Um, What's been the most – well, first of all, who's returned to work? Jen, you've returned to work. Annie's returned to work. And Cherry, when are you returning? I'm going back in um, two months. Okay, in two months. So, um, Jen, what's been the most difficult part about returning to work? 
So I guess the most difficult thing about returning to work for me has been, um, well, there's been a few different episodes that have that stand out to me right now. One being, um, I'm teaching classes in the evening um, from six to nine p.m. and uh, I need to prepare for those classes, but I don't really have arranged care for that. So I'm finding that trying to find time with a two and a half year old and uh, and an infant to prep for those classes is really hard and the first the first day or so I just felt so unprepared and so flustered and um, and then one day I had to well I've had to bring him into class a couple times and and one day in particular I just found like when I didn't have him I was rushing like I was rushing to get information out I was rushing to help people and then um, and then when I had him I was so distracted so trying to have him with me was really difficult um, so trying to balance that and then the other piece that's really interesting is that um, I have uh, a mother and father-in-law who come over to watch um, Bryson while I'm at one of the classes and um, and there's something about Leaving him with my mother is easier because I feel like I'm imposing because there's two kids and it seems like a lot and it's in the evening and it's their bedtime. So it's a lot to ask. But when it's uh, my husband's parents, it feels so awkward. I just I feel bad about it. I feel like they're not happy about me leaving. Um, it's just this really awkward feeling of having to ask somebody else for help and and um, and it not being ideal and that it is hard. <laughs> Evening times are really hard with um, with two little ones. So, so those that's what's standing out to me right now as being really difficult. Aside from trying to, <laughs> yeah, I know. Aside from trying to pump in a bathroom of, uh, in a public area, other than that, it's it's uh, it's going. How about you, Annie? Um, what's been the most difficult part about returning to work and leaving your little lady? I think uh, initially the most difficult part was pumping. And and finding a, a comfortable space to pump in. I, so where were you pumping? <laughs> I'm pumping in my office, which doesn't have doors or a ceiling, and looks directly out to the front door. <laughs> Wait, so how is this we working? Didn't, we, didn't, we need details. I didn't fight for the right office, is, is the answer that I've learned. Because we recently remodeled and moved into this new space, and that's the office I got. And I didn't think about that that was going to be the first office anybody would see while I was pumping. So we... I went back before there were doors and coverage, and so I would face the wall like I was doing something wrong. And, and that's probably why I started feeling homesick, because I, 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 here I am in this space that's people just come in and out, and they don't, they don't care that I'm, I'm pumping life. You know, like, that's what it felt like. So um, the doors finally have been put on, and uh, we put... Um, screens on them so now it's completely covered and so now I've, I felt much better but I still felt um, exposed and we don't have locks or you know there's still another door available to get to, into my space so then I recently got a, a little hider for it so now I feel much better <laughs> now if anybody All walks the in the office you're still covered <laughs> because it's it's not just the um, the act of pumping, but it's the actual paraphernalia. Here's these big things that you know, stick out. That it stick seems out. like a mile away from you when you're like trying to be conspicuous. About and then it. when you take them off, you know they 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 sh- form the shape of a boob, right? <laughs> so here's these things that everyone can see, and it's just uh, 
it's not private and I'm very private. And so I and I have two business partners who are men who are like my brothers and so they jump at it. I feel like they would jump at every chance to to poke fun and so and they haven't, which is fantastic. But um anyway, so that transition has been interesting and and other than that it's I've been back uh part-time. So it doesn't feel quite real yet because I know I'll be going back full-time. And that, I think, is when it's going to set in that it, the, this transition is really that I'm working full-time and away from her. So what sort of hours are you working now part-time? Is it every I'm day? I'm working – no, um, it's 20 hours for the week. And I'm also a part of uh, the class that Jen is teaching Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 9. And I, too, the first couple of classes felt awkward and, and um, like I was in the wrong place. Um, and now it, it's fine, but <clears> – <throat> Um, so my hours are all over the place right now, so that's probably why it doesn't feel as awkward. Um, but when I go back full-time is definitely when it's going to be uh, a challenge. Ladies, we haven't really talked much about support you know, that you've needed from your partners and your family. And so have you have you noticed over the last couple of months that it has uh, changed what you've needed from your partners um, with either breastfeeding, parenting, or anything involved postpartum? I don't know. I feel like I'm becoming a little bit more self-reliant now. And um, I think before everything, especially with breastfeeding, that was probably where I needed the most support. That was really where I would sit down and she would be crying and I would just want to kind of soothe her and then realize that I had nothing. I didn't have my phone. I was uncomfortable. I didn't have a pillow. I needed water. And so I was constantly kind of asking for things then. And I feel like now I'm a little bit more, you know, kind of prepared. I have a little station set up around the house. I kind of have a pillow everywhere. If I don't have a pillow, I'm kind of more used to it, and I figured out positions that I can kind of nurse in a bit more comfortably. So, um, And I just feel just in general kind of, you know, being nine weeks postpartum, I just feel a lot more energy, and I'm up and about a lot more. I can make myself something to eat. I can make myself something to drink. So um, definitely still relying on my husband a lot, but it's nice to not have to rely on him and to be able to do things for myself too. How about you, Jen? I think everything is still sort of similar to what it was a little while ago which is that um, my husband is really in charge of entertaining the two and a half year old when he's home so he works full time and he doesn't get home till after 6.37 um, and in which case I find that um, I really want to check out at 6.30 and 7 and I want to hand the baby and, and the two and a half year old is in over there go entertain her and I'm going to go to the bathroom for a long time to do I don't know what <laughs> so um, I, I use the, the laundry as that yeah. excuse I have to go do the laundry I'm done I'm down in the garage for like 30 minutes right, <laughs> right. I hate the laundry I just need to go to the bathroom I just need to go to the bathroom that was a long bathroom visit yeah <laughs> so it's um I definitely find that I need that um, and I'm thankful to have that I'm also really thankful too because he comes home at lunch sometimes and I'm able to kind of have help during that time um, other than that um, I think um, I'm really dependent on um, my two and a half year old actually she's she's doing a really really good job but she needs to ignore him when he's screaming and then she needs to be able to entertain herself when I have to feed him and she needs to be able to accept the fact that sometimes I can't rush over and help her when she needs help so she's doing a really phenomenal job even though she's two and a half and is really being two and a half <laughs> um, and throwing many temper tantrums a day um, but I'm I'm really proud of her 
I think this is this is so hard, and and um, and she's become my partner at home. Um, she's she's not extremely helpful in trying to help me with Bryson. Um, in fact, usually I run in and find her sort of removing the blanket when he's trying to sleep, <laughs> or touching his head, or or something like that. And I always have to remind myself, don't ever leave her if you don't know where she is. <laughs> he's fine because he's sleeping, but she, on the other hand, so. Um, so uh, that's probably the hard part about that, but I uh, I think more than anything, I'm just I'm thankful that it's I'm finding a rhythm and that it's working out. And Annie, how about you? What have you noticed? Has your need for Jesse's support been different um, over this past month compared to when Ellie was first born? Uh, something that we touched on in the very beginning is uh, Cherry said that you gave the assignment to your husband that he was while you were. <laughs> feeding her he was feeding you yeah and i remember saying oh that's a good idea and i didn't realize until jesse went to work he was out of work for um he was going to school but didn't start working for another month and a half i didn't realize how much he was supporting me until he went back to work <laughs> <laughs> and um how natural it was for us to just hang out and be with her and him to go do something or for me to go do something because i would just hand her off um and so that support that I had the whole time, I didn't realize I had. Um, and then now that we're in, in the three-month mark and in and heading back to work, I'm transitioning emotionally um, into a different space. And I didn't – I've never been here. And we recently had a conversation about some of the things that I've been feeling. And I didn't realize I was starting to have that conversation with him. And and then he said, well, I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I went, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've never done this before, and that and I needed that check-in, and because he won't just sit, offer that information up unless I and I didn't realize we were having a check-in, and and I needed that. So um, he's definitely been uh, very supportive, and I I don't realize how much he has been. So that's good. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with breastfeeding your babies and just parenting your babies uh, during their first month of life. I just love the advice you're able to share every month. And I only wish we had more than 30 minutes because I always feel like we're rushing into finish catching up. But I really look forward to continuing our conversation in the next few months. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we wrap things up today, here's Denise Altman with some nursing basics for the new mom. Hey there, Boo Group. My name is Denise Altman, and I'm a private practice IDCLC, otherwise known as a registered lactation consultant. Private practice means I have my own business, and I specialize in prenatal education and breastfeeding support. This session is about prenatal prep to breastfeeding, something I definitely have an opinion about. Have you thought about taking a breastfeeding class? Perhaps you've been reading books or checking websites all over the Internet, talking to your friends, that sort of thing. However, a good breastfeeding class is a great way to prepare you for getting started. However, this is also something that you want to explore before actually signing up. 
A breastfeeding class may be held in a hospital, a birth center, but it also may be um, offered through doulas, lactation consultants, uh, even some maternity or baby stores. When considering a class, the first thing you need to do is find out about the content. What are they teaching? If you're going to take this class, you already get that there are advantages and benefits to breastfeeding. Why waste your time sitting in a room hearing more about that? It's interesting, but it may not necessarily get you off to the best start. What you really need are the nuts and bolts, the how-tos, how to know the baby's getting enough, how to get started, what normal newborn behaviors are, along with other things that you need to learn, such as where to find help, where to find your resources, both in and out of the hospital or birth center. In order to identify this information, it's a good idea to talk to the class instructor themselves, find out where they're coming from, what their practice background is. If the person teaching the class is someone who just handles pump rentals and sales and really doesn't work with nursing mothers, this may not be the ideal choice for you. You may want a class instead that's taught by a registered lactation consultant or other birth advocate. Don't discount the Leche League meetings. This is a great place to learn about the basics of breastfeeding as well as see what normal breastfeeding looks like. I hope that the information in this session can get you started on exploring your options. For additional tips on choosing a breastfeeding class, please visit my website at feedyourbaby.com and keep listening to The Boop Room. Thank you to all of our listeners. I hope you'll visit our website, theboobgroup.com, and add your stories about breastfeeding your two- to three-month-old in a comment section in our episodes page. Coming up next week, we'll be discussing breast hypoplasia and its effect on breastfeeding. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, because mothers know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.